Hi there, this is Kate McClanahan, and this is the Sound Advice Podcast. How to study commercials and television to feed your voiceover read. You have to study the medium you intend to work in if you hope to feed your imagination, which ultimately reflects in your performance. Lucky us, today we're able to view and study television, voiceover, film, and commercial work with greater ease than ever and from almost anywhere. If you're old school, you could rent a DVR, digital video recorder, through your local cable provider for a monthly fee. However, like the legions of cable cutters across the globe, there's always streaming apps with cloud-based DVRs that you can rely on with services such as Netflix, Hulu, Apple TV+, and Amazon Prime, to name a few. There are far less commercials on these streaming services, at least for the moment, but don't let that stop you. Check out iSpot.tv for commercials. This site allows you to view many current and a few retired commercials that define formulaic styles you'll likely find yourself auditioning for. iSpot allows you to determine which shows the commercials play during, who the ad agency is, when the spot last played, and quite a bit more without having to sign up to the site as marketing and advertising agencies would. Simply locate a commercial for a product or service that you may have liked or been compared to in order to study the spot apart from the distraction of getting sucked into the TV show. It may have played during a show you already watch most of the time. In fact, to best study commercials and TV, begin with shows you're already invested in and watch religiously. You're more likely to land work within your wheelhouse, styles you're familiar with, and that you find entertaining. That generally translates into work for you as an actor and a voice talent. Second, make a point to see popular shows that you may have only heard about but haven't seen yet in order to stay on top of popular styles and references. Do a quick Google search of the top 25 shows. Need help? Make a short list of this year's Emmy nominees. Right now, there's so much great TV, you'll likely discover at least 10 you've been meaning to watch. That's manageable, so get busy. Third, your job as a professional is to stay on top of what's current. Considering you'll likely receive precious little direction on your auditions and sessions alike, much of the direction you will get will most likely be based on pop culture references that directly mirror concepts, characters, tempos, topics, and styles lifted from the most popular shows on television, films, social media, and various forms of recorded media. Frankly, there's never been as much remarkable content as we currently have today. This is simultaneously a blessing and a curse. It can be overwhelming, so I suggest you commit to watch six to eight consecutive episodes to get the feel of the show whether there are commercials playing during the traditionally dedicated breaks or not. The show itself will impact your imagination and allow for tangible references that you can view, study, and apply. So rather than attempting to watch that series you missed from the very beginning, which, let's face it, you would have done that already, but you haven't, I suggest something slightly unorthodox. Instead, Begin with the last three or four episodes of the second or third season and commit to watching a total of six to eight consecutive episodes total. That's all. 
This way, if you like what you've seen, go back to the very beginning and watch the whole series from the start. In the meantime, watching those six to eight episodes will give you a far better understanding of the chemistry between characters, the themes and concepts conveyed, the various plot twists and devices are repurposed in other forms of media such as commercial and industrial and so forth. This is how these elements become iconic in our mass media as well as in our collective storytelling. I don't know about you, but I rarely get hooked on a show because I watched it from the very beginning. At least this way, you'll get the gist of what you need to feed your read and maybe even find a new fave series in the process. Could go either way. Regardless, the objective here is to improve your frame of reference, right? So you can't play what you don't know. So if you keep putting off, oh, I'll see it from the, I want to see it from the beginning. Why? Again, you would have already seen it if you would have done that. So most popular series really hit their stride by the end of the first or second season. And then they take on a life of their own. So the characters, the ensemble gets to know each other better. The story starts flushing out better. So don't, um, don't think you have to start at the very, very beginning. You'll go back. You'll go back. You will. If you like it enough to go back, you will. But this way, you're just committing to six to eight episodes purely. Six to eight consecutive episodes. So you get what's going on there. Beyond that, take note of the items I've listed for you to build your observational skills and make it your mission to become familiar with a variety of recorded media. What's recorded media? Film, television, voiceover. Okay? Number one, is this a commercial or a series? If it's a commercial, is it a product or service you'd find nationwide? Avoid concentrating on bad commercials for local products and services. Not that the job isn't worth doing, because even small non-union clients want their commercials to appear national caliber. If you concentrate on the lowest common denominator, that's precisely what you'll become. Please aim higher. It's worth it. Aim higher. Number two, do you identify with one or more of the featured on-camera or voiceover roles? Number three, what's the probable age range of the roles featured? 18 to 25 years? 25 to 35 years, 35 to 45 years, 50 plus? Do you use the product or service? Or are you personally opposed to the product or service? Or series, for that matter? If so, that's a deal killer for you. So make note of it. Number five, does the reality of the production seem plausible? Or is it a heightened reality? So is it, like, exaggerated? Number six, is there a great deal of narration? And if so, is there a character affectation in one or more of the voices slash characters featured? Or do the performances seem conversational? Number seven, what is the overall emotional tone of the spot? Hopeful, dreamy, sarcastic, warm, stoic, confident, authoritative, edgy? What's the attitude? Is it witty? Number eight. Do you recall seeing this spot for a year or more? If so, could you carry this campaign as the principal? Could you be the main character carrying this whole thing? Does it seem plausible? Number nine, are you seeing a trend in your study? Do you identify most with the protagonist or the antagonist on the average? Are you the good guy or the bad guy? The problem or the solution? 
the voice of reason, or the devil's advocate? Which do you do most? You're going to start to find this. Start looking for it. Number 10. Apply this brief list to the shows, games, and content you already watch most. These are projects you find most entertaining as it is. See if this brief review offers a bit more insight into how you're perceived and what sort of work you might do best. Dedicate at least five hours a week to this form of study for a solid month. You'll become familiar with what's current and get a better idea of what's needed of you on auditions. This is Kate McClanahan, and this has been the Sound Advice Podcast. To find out more about voiceover and our process, check out voiceoverinfo.com.